This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. We're always really keen to hear from listeners of Insight Radio to learn about your life and the things that interest you or the things that you just have to share. Joanna Penn recently got in touch to tell us about her bucket list of the things she would like to see before she loses her sight. So I caught up with Joanna to hear her story. So Joanna, you got in touch with Insight Radio through Facebook. Why exactly did you want to get in touch with us? I wanted to make people aware of the risks of diabetic retinopathy, but also to sort of share my story of what I would like on my bucket list of things to see before um, I lose my sight. So how does the condition affect you? Well, we can go on to your bucket list of things you would like to see very soon. But let's first of all talk a little bit about you and your your eye condition. So maybe tell us a little bit about the background of that. I've been diabetic 13 years and about four years ago my sight started to go and um, I then had a series of treatments but there was problems at the hospital and so my eyesight deteriorated very quickly and I was supposed to have an operation and it failed. Uh, so uh, currently I can't see very well out of my right eye at all and my left eye is very limited and I'm a guide dog owner and I have been for nearly a year. So I guess you must have went through quite a few changes with your sight deteriorating quicker than expected. Yes, very much so. It was a matter of changing my career. I was about to embark on a career in forensic psychology at the time. So I've had to change everything about I've uh, I've gone to the Royal National College in Hereford and I'm currently studying an open university degree. So that must have been very emotionally difficult for you. Very much so. It was very challenging as well because I just lost my dad. So it was I had a lot on at the same time um, and I didn't cope very well. And I am quite open about it. I suffered from an eating disorder when I was younger. So it really put a pressure on looking after myself and overcoming um, a set of new challenges that have changed my life. It must have been incredibly difficult then if you suffered a personal loss and you were experiencing these things for yourself. Yes, it was one of those things, to be honest, I, I did struggle and I still struggle now, but I've got a very supportive family, thankfully, and I've adapted pretty well. There's certain things I do struggle with, but it was one of those things when I started using a cane, it was the best thing I'd done. Like I said, a year ago, I started training with a beautiful guide dog and that's just made my life so much easier. Tell me about your guide dog. What is he or she's name? Uh, Yule is a German Shepherd Retriever cross and she is absolutely loving and I'm very close to the puppy walker that looks after her. So Yule, that's quite an unusual name. Yes, Yule like the body cream. <laughs> and uh, so that's been a big help for you having Yule. Yes, we had a very quick bond and we went through a lot of upheaval last year and now we're where we are now and... I'm just, she amazes me every day. It's great that you've got such a strong bond with Yuli. Just how much of a difference does she make to you? Um, She makes my day-to-day so much easier. I can independently go to the shop. I can go to the nearest biggest city, which is Norwich. I can go across London to see my friends. I can also talk to people about my eye disease without being threatened the fact that I've got a cane. Do you find that helps break the ice, having you, Lee, that people are, are more open to talking to you because of the dog? 
yes, it is a big big eye-opener for other people. A lot of people still say, oh, is she training? Because I don't appear to be blind in their image. As you mentioned, Joanna, you have compiled a bucket list of things you would love to see before your vision goes. Yes. It's one of those things, um, one of my friends has created one herself and I thought about, I've had these ideas for a while and I thought if I actually have it on a on a list, I can actually work my way around them. And um, as I was saying, my eyesight's deteriorating and I, I was supposed to have an operation in January this year and the operation, whether I, it works or not, I am going to lose my sight. So I've postponed it long enough so I can move house and basically sort of get into a bit more normal routine. And it just made me think about doing this list at the right time to try and do the things I really want to do. So in a way, has that really focused your mind on the things that are important to you? Yeah, the things for me that are important are my family and making myself known in the world. If I can just help that one person through a very similar circumstance, I'd be quite happy with that. Now, you mentioned your family there, Joanna, and one of the things that you've got on your bucket list, we'll go through them now, actually, is to take your mum to Graceland. Yes. (laughs) Mum is a big Elvis fan, and I've always wanted to take her to Graceland, and I would like to see it as well. So what about yourself? Are you an Elvis fan? Yes. (laughs) Because that that helps. Yeah, I can happily listen to Elvis, like my mum would listen to it quite a bit. So (laughs) I see all the documentaries about Graceland and it's like, yes, (laughs) I would like to do that. Now, you could kind of combine a few of the things on your bucket list, actually, with the visit to Graceland because you've got a transatlantic sail crossing, visit New York and uh, visit the Kennedy Space Centre. So you could do those in a winner. Yes. You'd also like to meet a couple of people. Um, David Tennant? Yeah, <laughs> I've got a big big crush for David Tennant. It started, started from Doctor Who, um, but I've seen him in so many programmes. And One of the most recent things is the Marvel's Jessica Jones. And it's really strange seeing him as a bad guy. Everyone says to me, who would you really like to meet? And it's always been David Tennant. And another person you'd like to meet would be the chef, Michelle Rue. Yes. Um, I, I've always loved cooking. Uh, I'm quite an avid cook myself and I'm always tottering about in the kitchen. Um, but after seeing Kitchen Impossible, which was the Channel 4 programme, that really, really inspired me because I've sort of always had a bit of a business plan. So it was like, when that programme came on, that was right up my street. <laughs> that was a great series. I really enjoyed that, actually, Joanna. And um, I don't know if you would have maybe felt some affinity with Dan, who was on that programme, who was uh, a young blind guy. Yes, very much so. It was very very like my story. It happened very quickly. And I can totally relate. One minute you're in a reasonable career, making yourself known in the world and making your place, and then all of a sudden it being taken from you. And some other things on the list. There's some serious things as well, like graduate. That's a bit of a serious one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing an open university d- degree, mainly in health and social care modules, but I want to do some more music-based modules because I play saxophone and piano. Yeah, and speaking um, of piano, one of the other things is to perform piano effectively. <laughs> yes, I, I'd like to be able to pick up any piece of music and 
play it. I can get along pretty well, but it's one of those things I'll, I want to be able to play effortlessly rather than think, where's that note? Yeah, that would be great. I, I've always wanted to be able to play the piano. I play a little bit of guitar, but um, I've always admired people who really uh, play the piano well. Yeah, same here. Think about the piano, it sounds very beautiful when it's played nicely and it can it's so versatile. Yeah, absolutely. Now, some other things maybe could go together again. Uh, have a professional photo shoot and to be quoted in a magazine, you could maybe get the two of those to work at the same time. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um been doing Slimming World for a while, so I'm hoping that once I've lost a little bit more weight that I can put myself on for that. <laughs> If, if there was a magazine in particular that you would uh, like to be in, what would it be? I don't really know. I don't read a lot of magazines. It's more mainly sci-fi stuff. But I do like the idea of sort of being quoted in maybe something to do with like the RNIB or something would be good. Well, speaking of science fiction, go to Comic-Con. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would like to go to... Um, I love Sherlock Holmes. I'm a Sherlock fanatic. And I love... All of Marvel, I, I'm a complete Trekkie and I'm not afraid to admit it. So I've always, I've always wanted to do um, one of the Comic Cons and quite a few of my friends say, oh, you should really, really go. And it's one of those things I keep putting off and I think, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, and I'm even going to dress up. Yeah, you have to <laughs> if you're going to go to Comic Con. Very, yeah, definitely. And you have to get Yuli dressed up as well. Yes. <laughs> that would steal the show. Someone said to me, you should do the ironic thing of being daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> you could get um, Yuli to wear a little deer stalker and have oh, a, yeah. a little pipe like Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Bones. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's lots of really, really interesting things on your, your bucket list, Joanna. And um, one that we all want to do, really, is to learn a new language proficiently. Yeah, I studied Spanish and French at school, um, but I've always loved languages. I pick them up very quickly, and I always thought it'd be really nice to learn French, but not not just at a GCSE level, but actually proficiently that I can understand what I'm saying, but I can actually make myself heard. <laughs> if you did do that, then you could easily do, I think probably the last thing that's on the list of things we've talked about today in terms of what we've mentioned, travel to all the continents. Exactly, because yeah, French is the most one of the most common languages. So if you're able to speak French, you can muddle away in most of the continents. <laughs> that would be very helpful, wouldn't it? It would be great if you yes. could uh, travel across the world and speak every language. That would be ideal. So, Joanna, that is your bucket list, and I'm, I really thank you for sharing that with us because it's very interesting to hear your thoughts on this and your own situation. What would you say to anyone in a similar position to yourself who's maybe been through some of the same things that you've been through and maybe is struggling a little bit at this point i would say it's a matter of keeping strong but you've got to find your own strength whether that's through music long walks and using what support is out there it can be very difficult to reach the support in my case it wasn't offered straight away and i had to fight for it but i think that if you can just reach out to one person even if it's just calling one of the helplines available or a friend I think that was the biggest thing for me is that I reached out to my mum and said look I'm not coping with this something's wrong and for me that was the best thing I did 
Well, Joanna, we wish you the very, very best of luck with your bucket list. And do you know what? We'll keep up to date with you and see how things go. How about that? And we'll see uh, where you are. Maybe even let's see if we can help you along the way. If anyone would like to know some more about you and your bucket list and maybe read through it again, can they get in touch with you? Um, yes. So the best thing is um, either my email address, which is all lowercase dot pen p-e-n-n 84 at outlook.com and what about your blog joanna is that oh, available yeah. oh yeah. yes that is yeah that's so it's blindy bucket list dot wordpress dot com that's all one word the blindy bucket list joanna once again many thanks for talking to me about your bucket list of things you would like to see before you lose your sight and all the very best of luck with it thank you ever so much Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.